Reed's Ranch partners with Garza Law Firm. You know it by now. It's Florida weekend. Hopefully you end up in jail. That's right. I said it. Hopefully you end up in jail from partying or from beating somebody's ass. If that's the case, call Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm, 865-540-8300, East Tennessee's premier DUI defense, criminal defense, personal injury lawyer. Beat somebody's ass this weekend. That's not Marcos's words. Those are mine. Let's celebrate a win. It's Florida week. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. (laughs) But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on the point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch, a special edition of Reed's Ranch. Seth Hughes joins us down in Alabama before we get into Tennessee, Florida. I got to say, I got some sad news to pass along. I've had many people message me, tweet me. Uh, Seth, we officially got shut down on our last on our last stream, on our last uh, iTunes feed, I guess I should say. Why? Copyright violations. Yeah, there was those two times whenever I first started taking over the podcast where I guess I didn't know that I had to disable downloads. So when I go to put our outro music in, I guess uh, – Something got flagged, so I got in trouble for stealing it. And then they're like, hey, if you disable downloads, you'll be okay. So I disabled downloads, and, you know, for six months, we kept putting outro music back on there, and nothing happened. But I put that that Eminem song on there two weeks ago, or last week, I guess, and uh, got fucked. Eminem fucked me. Eminem, of all people, did this to us. So did they take down every episode? Every episode is gone. We're f- Are you kidding? Nope. Fucked. And my dumbass, like they sent me an email. Maybe it was maybe it was like a week and a half ago they sent me an email cuz last episode we did was like Sunday, right? Is that right or no? Tuesday last week. I don't I don't know. They sent me an email that night saying, "Hey, you've been flagged again. This is going to be your third strike. You're in, you, you know, you're in trouble." But then like they didn't do anything for like 4 days. And I thought, you know, I, I guess, you know, maybe I, since I pay them $20 a month, they're going to take it easy on me since, like, my, my strikes were so far in between, right? Like, you know, it's been months since the first – or it's been months since the second one. I thought maybe they'll take it easy on me. So my dumbass didn't go and, like, save them. I didn't go and, like, save the old episodes. I had a window where I could do that. And then on Sunday I get an email, hey, uh, your shit is shut down. That's absurd, John. They fucked us. They fucked us real good. But I got it in the works. I've got a new feed up. I got a new SoundCloud up. Got to submit it to iTunes to get a new feed. So just bear with us. This next episode, this one we're doing now, and maybe the next one might just be SoundCloud only. But uh, sorry. Sorry about it. So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, a lot of great content now gone. Now gone, but it's, it's a very new, sad. It's a new beginning, of course. We'll, we'll we'll view it as a positive. We will we will press forward, and I look forward to the weekend. I look forward to Tennessee, Florida. I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Am I going to see you this weekend? Yeah, I'll be there. Are you coming to the patron tailgate? I thought it was in a bar. Well, it is, but I'm just calling it a patron tailgate. Are you coming? Are you going to be there? Uh, yeah. Well, I thought you couldn't go because you had radio obligations. Well, the radio obligations in the bar. That's why I'm having to do it in the bar. Oh, yeah, you'll see me. Yeah, the bar is a, the bar. The bar is a radio sponsor. Last year we did a tailgate, obviously for Georgia, but this year I kind of have to be at the bar. Yeah, I, I, I misunderstood why. Okay, 
Yes, you'll see me. I, I misunderstood you. Yes. So like I couldn't like escape and just leave them and do a whole big other thing. So I was just like, yeah, hey, well, fuck I'm it. with we'll just, you. We'll just do it there. And uh, if you're a patron, keep an eye out. Um, probably Saturday morning, check the Patreon. I'll, I'm going to give like a passcode or whatever for the bar tab. So um, you know, first come, first serve. I'm giving X amount of dollars. I think the dollars I'm giving is a thousand dollars. And Brad Richardson from Premier Construction and Restorations helping out with that. And first come, first serve, though. Like, once the $1,000 is gone, don't come saying, hey, I just got here. I didn't get any drinks. I'm telling you now, get there early. Get nice and lubricated. We'll probably – I'll probably get there at least by noon, maybe a little bit afternoon, maybe like one. But I don't anticipate that $1,000 lasting very long. So if you want to come drink on my dime, uh, please come see us. We'll be there. Seth's going to be there. What time do you plan on getting there? Probably like 3 or 4, 5 or 6, 6.30? What, what time is kickoff? 7. 7 Eastern. So I assume you'll get there at like what, 5.45? I plan to stay in the hotel as late as possible. <laughs> you, you act like I don't know that already. <laughs> you act like I, I'm not on to you. I haven't I haven't given much thought to this weekend, sadly. I haven't hardly been able to think about the game. The least you could do is come see the patrons. Like, you don't have to come see me. I don't need to see you to know you love us, but the patrons need to see you. Get there by 4 o'clock. Can you do that? We'll see. Can you do 4.30? Can you, can you be there at 4 fucking 30? You're putting me on the spot. I don't know. Well, I, I don't need to know. I, I said I'll come by. I said I'll come by. Wow. Wow. <laughs> These hollow words of loving the patrons. You won't even come see me or the patrons. This is absurd. No, I said I would come see you. Yeah, yeah. yeah the come courtesy, I'll come by for 10 minutes as after well, as I'm on the way to the stadium. I'll come by because you're my brother. Well, you're and an I asshole. love you. You don't and love me. And we love our patrons. If, if you loved me, you'd be there at 4 o'clock. You could commit <laughs> to being there at 4 o'clock. If you loved me. Yeah. You're... you're it's air-conditioned. What the fuck do you need? This is some arbitrary love. You're coming up with some arbitrary rules of love. Uh, you hate. You really hate to hear this. This is really I, I went to sleep at 3.30 a.m. and got up at 5.30. You know how tired I am? But you know what? I made time to be right here and talk to the patrons. So I don't want to hear this nonsense about love. Oh, wow. Wow. You, you choose to stay up till 3.30, and you're punishing us for it. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't choose to, but I do. Somebody hold a gun to your head and say, if you fall asleep, you die. Is that what happened? Well, I got a, I got a lot of schoolwork. But you are coming to the game. Yes. The, 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 the homework's due Friday night at midnight, so. You're going to. I hope to turn it in by tomorrow, okay. but we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Well, how are you feeling about the game? How are you feeling about the game? Honestly, I don't think that we have a chance to win, really. I oh, know I'd say that we have a chance to win. I don't think we will. Just when I didn't think you could piss me off anymore, you come and say that shit. You're gonna. I just, you're gonna come to me with that. The 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 uh, the game last weekend was just kind of depressing. I thought. You're coming. You're coming to me with I don't think we can win, or I, I don't think we're gonna win. Or uh, wait, I think we're gonna win, or I think we can win. I just don't think we're going to. Do you think we're gonna win? I don't think we're gonna lose. Okay. So you you feel bad because of what happened last week? Is that what you said? I just don't think we're very good at all, and I know Florida sucks. I know Florida sucks. I think this is the – you always talk about the one game the first-year coach has to show you something. It needs to be this game. It feels like it's this game. Like I, the, has, even it, if Tennessee you know, beats Florida, I don't think it means the season gets turned around by any means. But uh, I'm thinking that if Tennessee is going to play one good game, it's going to be this one. Yeah, I mean, I think that the only other option – to, to have that one good game that we've talked about is and win is at South Carolina. I mean, I think you can maybe have that game against, like, Auburn, but you're not going to win it probably. But you want that one good game where they just play above their heads. It, it needs to be 
this weekend at 7 p.m. Eastern time. This is depressing. This is sad. But you think this? You think this Florida team is just great, huh? No, I don't. I think they really suck. I think it'll be a bad football game. I just, I golly, I don't know. I just, I just don't think we win. Are you are you scared because of what happened at West Virginia? Is that it? Like we were so confident against West Virginia. No, 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 no. Like, I are, just, like are you are you back to are you back to thinking that they just that they just own us? Is that it? Like what's going through your mind? Let's walk through this. What do what do I need to do to make you confident? Do I need to go kill the goat? Do I need to do it? I, I, I do certainly think that if we had beat them with the regularity that they've beat us over the course of my life, I would feel much more comfortable. Um, so you think Florida comes into this game confident after losing at home to Kentucky? Yes. I think they're always confident when they play Tennessee. Handedly. And, you know, the, the guys who were on the team last time they came to Knoxville took an L in Knoxville and got, mm-hmm. and got swallowed up by an orange wave that just overtook their bodies and, made, and rendered them completely useless in the second half. You could not play a worse second half of football than Florida did the last time they stepped inside the hollow grounds of Neyland Stadium. You don't think that matters, that the last time they were in Knoxville, they got 38 in a row hung up on that ass? You don't think that matters? I mean, I don't think it particularly matters to, to, to like, Van Jefferson and Tyree Cleveland. and Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Yeah, I'm worried about Jordan that. Scarlett. Yeah, I'm worried about Van Jefferson and Jordan Scarlett. That's, that's who I'm worried about. That's who's going to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Real superstars they are. Well, John, you don't have to be a superstar to go up against the secondary. I mean, I kind of think you do. I kind of think you do have to be a superstar to go up against the secondary with the type of atmosphere they're going to be facing on Saturday. I kind of do think you have to be a superstar. I hope so. I mean, Will Greer is a superstar. David Sills V is a superstar. Um. If you have to be a superstar Saturday night, then, yeah, I do think we win because I don't think those guys are. And I, they definitely don't have a quarterback that can get them the ball. Well, that's the thing. is like Felipe Frank sucks. He does. He can't throw the ball down the field. So you think they're really going to come and put together – I don't know if you checked out – well, I know you didn't check out, but the Will Warren wrote his show me my opponent. Like, the numbers are there, man. Will, Will, Felipe Franks can't throw the ball past 10 yards. Oh, no, I mean, I didn't read it, but we talked about it all week. Yeah, like Felipe Franks can't throw the ball far, further than 10 yards, and I don't think you're going to be able to come into this atmosphere on Saturday and nickel and dime Tennessee. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Franks is accurate enough. I don't think his receivers are good enough. Like, it's 13, uh, they've dropped 13% of their passes this year. 13. I don't, th- I don't think they're good enough to nickel and dime UT either. And I don't think, I think- they're good enough to throw deep passes. Now, granted, there was the one last year. I think there's a better chance of Felipe uh, Franks launching deep passes against UT and them being completed than them nickel and diming is for sure. And that's what I think Felipe Franks sucks at the most is throwing the ball deep, which is kind of ironic since he beat our ass last year with a deep pass. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean consistently throwing it deep. I just mean the kind of one or two here or there backbreaker. Um, uh. I, I assume that they will score on some fluky nonsense, too, just because. What a defeatist mentality. Wow. So you think we'll win straight up? Yeah, we're going to win. You don't think okay. so? No, I don't think so, John. You don't think some of those demons have been exercised? Like, did last year knock you back into that funk right there where you're just like, wow, of course they beat us on a 60-yard pass? Of course John Kelly drops that touchdown that would have put Tennessee up. Like, you, you just feel like all the, all the undoing, the cleansing of the sins we thought we did in 2016 by beating their ass in a half of football worse than you could beat anybody's ass in a half of football. You, you think that the, the, that was just all undone last year? Well, since that happened, the aforementioned Hail Mary took place, and we went 0-8 in the SEC. So, 
Yeah, I mean, since I'm, the Hail Mary took place, they haven't won in the SEC either, have they? I mean, they've lost seven in a row to Power Trump. 5 schools. They're fucking I mean, losers, I, too. I, they suck. Right. We both suck. We're both losers, but we're losers that are at home. And and I hope that makes the difference. Um, I'm just telling you how I feel. You're dragging me down with your goddamn negativity. Well, that's not my intention. What do you think about the line? Four and a half. I mean, I think it's four and a half points too high. I think it should be a two. I think it should be a pick. Okay. I mean, I, I thought Florida was going to open two and a half, but I thought I thought it'd be close to a pick. Like, I don't understand what Florida's shown other than getting bullied by Kentucky. Like, they should have lost by twenty points to Kentucky. Yeah, like one thing that did surprise me was the line opened up at six and a half, right? Apparently, it opened at eight for like a brief like twenty minutes, and then quickly went down to six. Okay, eight is absurd. Yeah. Six is high. It's settled around four, four and a half right now. I mean, I'm thinking like Florida two and a half. That's what I, that's what I opened it up as. I said it should be two and a half, 47 and a half point total. That's what I said. Like that. What has Florida shown to to deserve being eight point favorites? Uh, you tell me. You're the one acting like they're going to come in here and beat us. You tell me. You you make the pitch for Florida. I, I don't. I don't have a like. I don't. I just think that they'll find a way to win on some garbage. Like, I don't think they're any good. That's not what I'm saying. Um. I just think they'll make it. They'll make a couple more plays than we will. Are you not expecting a, a raucous crowd? Are you not expecting the fans to do their job? Is it a sellout? Mm. Because I I had read it wasn't, and UT had jacked up the ticket prices for the remaining tickets. Yeah, last I saw, they were trying to charge like one hundred and thirty-five dollars for uppers. I mean, can, all right, that is so wrong. Talk to your boy Fulmer. Talk to your that, boy Fulmer. That is terrible. Seems pretty dumb. That is so terrible. But yeah, I think I think the stadium will be great. I think the atmosphere will be great. I think the crowd will be great. And I think that gives us a chance to win. I just don't think we will. Well, now that you are resigned to your fate, are you going to be upset if Tennessee loses? Yes. So you're just coming up here to be pissed off and leave at halftime again. Well, I mean, I, I hate losing to Florida. You're not going to hang out with us. You're going to you're going to stand us up. You're going to give us 15 minutes of your time on Saturday. And then you're going to go to the game and you're going to give the team 30 minutes of your time. And you're going to leave at halftime again. Is that what's going to happen? Like, are you not mad when we lose to Florida? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be mad if we lose to Florida, regardless. But I usually think we're gonna beat Florida. Like, I wasn't mad the year we lost with Kiffin. That didn't make me mad. I didn't think we were gonna win that one. I wasn't mad that year. I honestly, wasn't even mad in 2013 with 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 Butch's dumbass in his first year with Nathan Peterman. I mean, I guess I was a little mad because I thought we had a shot, but I wasn't very like angry. Like it sucked, but I mean, what what what'd you expect? This it's one, hilarious how many years we've been better than them in a row, and we've won one time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 2013, we were probably better than them just because they were so shitty that year. But, yeah, I mean, we were better in 2014, 15, 16, and 17, probably. Like, there was zero excuse to lose that game that Peterman started. Like, Worley should have played the whole time. I know. It was so funny when Worley got in, he came in and threw. Like, it was just taking Tennessee down the field, scoring yeah. touchdowns. It's hysterical how many years in a row we've been better than them and we have one win. I mean, I think I, – I don't – I don't know enough about them. Like, I know that the Kentucky-Florida game shouldn't have been as close as it was. Kentucky turned it over in, their, in Florida's territory twice. Kentucky dropped several interceptions on the last Florida touchdown drive. It, sh- it really should not have been anywhere near as close as it was. Kentucky was was demonstrably better than Florida. 
Now, I don't think Kentucky is that good. I think they're probably better than us. Um, but I, I don't know enough about Florida. Maybe Kentucky's not that good, and Florida really, really sucks. I mean, I don't necessarily think that if we played Kentucky right now, we would get as outplayed as Florida did. But I don't know. I don't know enough about Kentucky. I just was not impressed with anything they did. Uh, I'm not impressed at all with Felipe Franks. No, he sucks. I think, okay, I think our wide receivers can have a big day because I think they can have a big day about against just about anyone in the conference outside of Georgia and Alabama and LSU. Now, will Garantano have time? Because if he has time, our receivers will be open. They cannot cover the entire – they cannot cover Callaway, Johnson, Palmer, and Jennings. They can't cover all those four. That's too many guys, and then you have Dominique Wood Anderson. But will we have time? Will we be able to pass protect? I think we'll be able to pass protect uh, enough to throw 10 to 12-yard passes. Like, are you are you asking that like in terms of taking shots down the field? Well, just in general. I mean, I I, I don't necessarily. And maybe, maybe we will if we have time to make ten to twelve yard passes against Florida. That's something that we generally don't have against them. Here's the thing, like, and here's what, here's what I think Tennessee needs to do, and this is going to be a big tell on Tyson Helton. Like to me, Florida is going to rush you from the outside. Their defensive tackles suck. Their, you know, edge rushers are good. I think that Tennessee needs to have six people blocking at all times. Sometimes seven. So they have good defensive ends. Yes. And I'm okay with Tennessee sending three people out in routes because I think our three people we're going to send out on routes are pretty damn good. Like, I, I know that Dominic Wood Anderson probably not going to be crazy about the idea, but if you tell him, hey, we're going to need you to block 60 70% of this, the time you're on the field, I think he just has to get over it. Or maybe you, maybe, maybe you have some type of hybrid use for Jawan Jennings, who's you know not getting much work on the outside. Maybe he is your extra blocker, and you trust him to block defensive ends, and Wood Anderson's going out for some passes. I, I think you take three receivers, you put them out in routes, and you always have a back, a running back there to help chip, and you have a tight end blocking. And then I think then you have three guys running routes, and you should be able to find somebody because your wide receivers are good, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, we, 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 we have good wide receivers. Like, straight up, I will argue that to the death with anybody. We have a, we have a, a good wide receiving core. Um. I mean, if it, I'm just afraid of like them being able just to sit back in like a deep zone because they don't have to bring anybody on the blitz to get to Garantano. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously that's the key to every game. If you can get pressure with four guys and wreak havoc, then yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna win those games. Well, yeah, no kidding, John. And if you have seven guys. Guarding three, that's probably not going to work either. Thank you for the math lesson. Do you think Jameer Johnson can stop them? Yeah, I mean, like I said, their defensive tackles suck. Like, the, my question is Drew Richmond. Like, I'm not worried. Jameer Johnson, sure, like, if they're blitzing up the middle, that's going to have a problem. That's why I want a running back there to help protect. Uh, I'm worried about the right side of the line. And maybe – you know, it's time that you you have to trust Trey Smith on the left side. Now, I think everyone has confidence that he'll be able to block, right? Like, Trey Smith can handle his own, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think if you have extra uh, a tight end on the right side with with Drew Richmond, then I think you should be able to do something. I didn't feel like our pass protection was bad against West Virginia. 
Did you? No, uh, it wasn't terrible. Now, granted, West Virginia was bringing three people on on a lot of those pass plays, and and West Virginia's defensive line isn't probably at the same level as Florida's is, you know, especially historically. Like I said, not exactly sure what they have this year. I, I know they didn't pressure Kentucky much. I feel like this is the – I mean, this a writer called this the biggest Tennessee-Florida game in the last 10 years. What do you think of that? Mm-mm. I can see – I'm not saying I agree. I can see the argument because of what it, – it can decide a lot about the direction for both of these programs. It feels that way, right? Yeah, it feels that way, right? I mean, you know, we talked about it. If Mullen loses, it, he's going to lose – the next weekend in Mississippi State. I mean, he, he could beat probably. LSU because who knows what Orgeron's going to do. You you imagine he's going to regress to the mean at some point here after beating two top ten teams. Um, it could get ugly quick for Mullen if he loses this game. Obviously, we know what Tennessee's staring down the barrel of, right? I mean, you know, if they lose yeah, this game. Yeah, I mean, game. this is such a big game for Tennessee just because, like, it will it will make the drubbings that are coming down the pipe much more palatable. Like, you're going to get hammered by Georgia. You're going to get hammered by Alabama. You're probably going to lose pretty badly to Auburn. But that being said, you could at least say, hey – we beat Florida. Let's start getting to some patron questions. To become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch and sign up. We love our patrons, including our new patrons, Jeremy Lee Given. Love you, Jeremy. Michael Dylan Green. Love you, Michael. Hayden Pewitt up his from 5 to $10. So we love you too, Hayden. We love you, Hayden. Trey Cotton. We love Trey. Hanlon Chambers. Love handling. Hey, Jason Dossett went from 5 to 20. Shout out to Jason. Shout out Big J. Love you. Steve Wilburn. Love Steve. Corey Gerritsen. Love Corey. And Jeremy Miles. Love Big Jeremy. Love Jeremy. Shout out to the new patrons, like I said, to become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch, and uh, hopefully we see you all at Leaderboard. At least I will. Who knows when Seth fucking shows up. But hey, Help us, we'll, feed, help us feed our families. We'll do what we can do. Uh, Chayton Williams asks, when do we move on to basketball season? I mean, uh, to me, Chayton, I feel like the answer is we'll, we'll be – I'll have the answer Saturday. If Tennessee loses to Florida, I'm ready to start getting excited for basketball season. Shout out to Rick Barnes for landing – uh, his the the third best prospect in Tennessee basketball history. Can you believe that we got him? It's pretty like, wild, I, right? I, it, it's it's insane to me. I Be, mean, beat out Coach K and beat out Clemson. I mean, Clemson and, and Izzo. I mean, yeah, I mean, Clemson went to the Sweet Sixteen last year. He's the number fourteen overall player in the nation. Looks like a stud. Yeah, he does. He looks like a bona fide NBA player. Um, and it's just so weird, like to look back and to think that all we heard about was Trey Mann, Trey Mann, Trey Mann, and then he up and committed to Florida out of nowhere. Kyra Lewis went to Alabama, and then about a month ago, we started hearing about Josiah James, a five star down to Tennessee and Duke. Nobody thinks we have a chance, obviously. Then he cancels his Duke visit after the UT visit, and so everybody's feeling good, and then it's all we hear is Clemson for about a week or whatever. And then he comes out there and he picks Tennessee. Yeah. So there's your answer, Chayton. Like, if Tennessee loses to Florida, I think it's time to start buckling up for your top five basketball team because, you know, the murderer's row that's coming up, uh, I'm not going to have much confidence that Tennessee's going to win any of those games. So beat Florida and I'll stick around and see if you can spring another upset. Like, I'll feel a lot better – about watching next week at Georgia, and I'll feel a lot better about the trip to Auburn if you beat Florida. If you lose to Florida, I'm out. I'm out. It's basketball season if you lose to Florida. And then I'll check back in in November. I'll probably check back in for the South Carolina game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Heath Branham asks, 
Are we going to open up the offense and let J.G. throw the ball more? And if we don't, will that be the beginning of the end for Tyson Helton at Tennessee? That's a good question because I was thinking about that too when we were talking about the uh, the West Virginia game. Like, If anything, I felt like we could have thrown it all day on West Virginia. Like those 10 to 12-yard passes you're talking about, yeah. were, were, they were seriously open. Every play I felt like against West Virginia, like they could not stop Callaway. Um, I think that they're going to have to. I think you have to like, I mean, at this point, like Garantano is the guy for the next two and a half years. Okay. Let put the game, like let him try and go win the game. I would say right now the plan is not to do that. Honestly. I would too. Like I think if Tennessee falls behind early, like they might panic or they not not panic, but they might realize, hey, we got to do something. But I, I I just don't know if if Jeremy Pruitt is going to be wired that way, man. Like he comes from Alabama, he wants to control the clock, he wants to you know play those tight games and just let the offense not fuck up and let the defense win the games. I really think that's going to be his mo. Like I, I think I think for him. Jarrett Garantano's stat line last week against UTEP is about where he wants it. What was he, a 12 for 16? Something like that. Maybe 14 for 18, like 150 yards and a touchdown. Like I feel like that's that's the type of stat line Jeremy Pruitt wants. I I, I would say that, they're, that they might be forced to open it up, and they showed some new things like the Wildcat and Garantano running more, and that takes us to our next patron question. Uh, Volstorm says, does JG have to run for the Vols to win? I mean, I think that he's going to have to make something happen with his feet Saturday night, not necessarily designed runs, yeah. but like escape the pocket and throw on the run. Yeah. That 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 was going to be my answer too. Like there might or even a scramble. Like scramble a, for a for a for like a first down or something. Not like I'm not thinking necessarily designed runs. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see Garantano with many designed runs. I want to see a third and seven pocket breaks down, he's able to pick up a big first down. Something like yeah. that. Or just Agreed. extend a play long enough to where he can find somebody open. Agreed. So I'll say, Volstorm, to answer your question, no. He doesn't have to run for the Vols to win. But I do think that he's going to have to scramble around and extend plays. I don't think he necessarily has to run, though, if that makes sense. Uh, Seth Campbell, cage match to the death, Pruitt with a bat or Mullen with a knife. Here's my hot take. Uh, I think I'd rather have a bat than a knife in a fight. Longer reach. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I land one good shot with a bat, he's dead. I'm knocking that. I'm knocking you down. If I take one big bat to like your arms, I feel like you're dropping the knife. Uh, that I feel like Pruitt with the with the bat bat is probably more deadly than Mullen with the knife. Now, granted, you have to connect, and if you don't, you let him get into you with the knife. Obviously, you're in trouble. But I think I would go Pruitt with the bat, but I just want the bat more. I agree that I would rather have a bat than a knife. It's longer. You can stay further away and not let yourself get into range of the knife. Um, and one good shot. Like, you can stab somebody pretty good, but there's still going to be some time before they bleed out, you know? Yeah. Or you could, like, you know, slit them on the bicep or whatever. They're going to be all right. But if you connect with the bat on the bicep, well, that arm's done. Yeah, like I don't even think you. I mean, I think it obviously helps your fight if you land like the, a headshot, obviously with the bat. But I think if you just give one to the ribs or one to like you said to the arms, the hands. If you rear back and hit somebody really hard with the bat, pretty much anywhere, I feel like you're gonna gain the upper hand very quickly in a fight. The legs, anywhere. I agree, John. Outside of the head, where would be the number one spot to hit somebody with the bat? The ribs. The ribs. I'm thinking the ribs. What about the knees? What would be worse, the ribs or <laughs> okay, the knees? Okay, maybe the knees. If you Okay, in this in this scenario, I do I think you're right. I think the knees would be better cuz if you take out a knee, well they can't come after you with a knife. I mean, if you hit somebody at the ribs though, I mean like yeah, they're going to be doubled over. Like you yeah. can't really just fight through broken ribs. 
you could you could go for the ribs to set up the kill shot. Yeah. Okay. As you break the bat over their back when they're bent over. Interesting. If you wanted to prolong the pain, you could take out a knee at a time. Eric Witt says, what are Seth's thoughts on the Kavanaugh debacle? Come on, Eric. What are you doing? It's Florida week. Seth, what are your thoughts on the uh, on the Kavanaugh debacle? I mean, it, 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 I, I don't really – it seems kind of dumb to me. But she won't – it, like put up or shut up, testify or not. Jackie Clowers, rank your top five most hated Florida players. Here we go. Here we go. All right, Alex Brown at number five. Okay. Jabbar Gaffney at four. Three is a tough one. Um, I'll go with Tebow at three. I'll go with um, the Pouncey that plays for the Steelers. Yeah. Although I, think I, I think I hit the Dolphins one more. Really? Yeah, I think I hit the Dolphins one more for some well, reason. Well, we'll go with them – that we'll go with They're the a duo. At They're two. a unit. They're a unit. They're a unit. And one is undeniably the top of my list. Trey Burton. Yeah, Trey Burton's got to be number one. Surprised you didn't put Jalen Tabor on there. Man, that feels like forever ago, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you're talking uh, about who was it? Brown. Who was the Brown guy? Alex Brown. Alex Brown. No, I know, I know, I know. Alex Brown was my childhood. Yeah, um, Jabbar Gaffney. Yeah, Tabor. Tabor sucked. He's an honorable mention. Okay. A couple other people I would throw on my list. Uh, I really hated Chandler Parsons. I still hate Chandler Parsons. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Hernandez killed people. He seems pretty hateable. And I yeah. kind of hated him when he was at Florida, too. Like, he was just so fucking good. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. I really – I really didn't like Chris Leak either. I was going to say that, too, but I was like, no, you don't hate him that much. But I hate him. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, ca I, I cannot stand him. Well, now, you know, I mostly hate him now because he was trying to sex little girls, right? Yeah. That's despicable. Do we put, do we put Brandon Spikes or, or Janoris Jenkins on there? They probably don't make the top five, right? No, Matt Elam would be right outside my top five, too. Uh, who was the punt returner, Chris Rainey? I fucking hate Chris Rainey. Chris Rainey sucked. Yeah. Brandon James just hammered us every year, it seemed like. Yeah. Alex Brown had um, five sacks Ugh. in the 99 UT Florida game, which is why – and there's like one imprinted in my mind – and I don't know which one it is, but he had five sacks in the 99 game. Really hated Dallas Baker, too. Oh, yes. Yes. The youngest. I didn't like the younger of the Caldwells. I guess that was Andre. Callaway. Um, don't forget Callaway. He's a fuckboy, too. Yeah, I don't like Callaway. But he doesn't probably deserve top five mention at all. No, he doesn't deserve top five status. Like, the, the top five, there has to be some serious vitriol on my end to be top five because there are so many hateable players. Like, like Trey Burton, man. Man. Mm. I, I couldn't even enjoy the Super Bowl last year because Trey Burton threw that touchdown. He threw the touchdown to Nick Foles on that trick play. I couldn't even enjoy it. Yeah, he sucks. Because I don't want any success for Trey Burton. That's fair. Feel free to tweet us in some names we missed. I'm sure we've missed some obvious ones somewhere along the way. <sighs> Man, hopefully no one adds their name to that list this year. Yeah, you really hope so. 
what do we need to sacrifice this year for a win? Are we still rolling with the Old Testament, says Dylan McGregor. This this game doesn't feel as in dire need of sacrifices. Yeah, this – Like, I'd love I, to win. I, like, I really want to win. It really helped the program. But, like, 2016 felt like life or death for me. I feel like this game, God probably looks on with indifference. Yeah, God doesn't care about this one. He's worried about other things where it felt like we had to, like, wear sackcloth and cover ourselves in ashes for the 2016 game. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have I would have gotten killed. Somebody from Gainesville would have came and killed me had they won. Like, I, I would have never lived it down. My whole brand would have been ruined. You know, I made a whole brand off Florida. You can go to hell. Like, I mean, that was life or death for me. I was, yeah. I would have, I was, I was willing to sacrifice those goats. I, I, I told my dad to buy me a couple from the stock barn, but he, he said he couldn't get a good price on them. But I think he got scared for me. I had lawyers willing to, to, to work with me, to get me out of jail. This is a good question from Joe Perkins, and it's kind of depressing. In honor of obviously the 20-year anniversary of Tennessee, Florida. Will Tennessee football ever reach a point where we can rush the field and tear down the goalposts again? I don't know. I feel like you're gonna I mean, have. I feel like you're gonna have a shot every year. I feel like if you beat Alabama this year, if you beat if you beat Georgia next year, do you do you tear the goalposts down? No. No. At this point, like it would have to be a home win against Alabama. You don't think if Georgia comes in ranked number two or number three and that win moves Tennessee to 5-0 and after beating Florida and BYU? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm giving Georgia too much credit, but I feel like they're just going to be right there top five pretty much every year for the next three or four years. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit. But I feel like Tennessee's going to have a shot every year to do it. Now, whether or not they can do it, oof, I don't know. I'm trying not to get too excited about 2019 before we actually see what the hell this coaching staff can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally agree. Which, by the way, I put up a poll question during my radio show today. For 2019, do you lock in 9-3 and three if all three losses are to Florida, Bama, and Georgia? And it came back basically 50-50. Like, last I checked, there were like 1,500 votes, and it was like 53% say lock it in, 47% say no. And that seems really crazy to me. That people are rolling, you know, scoffing at nine and three. Yeah, I don't. I don't think nine and three is is absurd. Roberto with a really sobering question: Who are our five best pass rushers <laughs> on the current team? Yeah, I assume. Um, I assume on the current team. Uh, who is our best? Who would you say our best pass rusher is? I would say Shaw Tuttle, and he's a defensive tackle. I mean, Taylor gets in the backfield a lot. He just never tackles anybody. I, but Thule was all over the place the other day, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, but Thule flies around regardless of the opponent, I feel like. Yeah, no, I mean, he does. He's good. I can't I mean, name five pass rushers. I don't know. I, do we like? Do we even have five pass rushers? No. No, I don't think we do. Like, I, I, okay, let's name – I'm going to name – Let's let's go through the defensive ends we can name: Daryl Taylor, Kyle Phillips, um, Matthew Butler. I mean, Congo um, does Congo count? I mean, I, I guess he does technically count in a three-four. Yeah, I mean, I, but he's not he's not he's not on the list. But he's not. Yeah, he's not We'd a pass have to get, rusher. We, he he wouldn't crack the top ten in terms of pass rushing. Like, yeah, he definitely didn't make a play. He, he's he's not going to make a play as we hoped for. We just wanted one. We just wanted one. All I wanted we wanted one, one play. All I we wanted, wanted one play. One goddamn play, Kongbo. You haven't made one goddamn play all season. We wanted one play, bro. You're getting to go to school for free. We wanted one play. Just one. One goddamn play, Kongbo. What? And we didn't get it. And it feels safe to assume that we're not going to. Oh, we're sure as hell not getting it this weekend. I'm not even going to ask. Like, so, 
I wouldn't have. So we we've got three. I've got three: Taylor Phillips and Matthew Butler. I don't even know why I know who that is. Um, I think that's a player on UT's team. Who is the guy that Pruitt yelled at on the sideline? Yes, Matthew Butler. Oh, I don't know. Where he like undressed him? I want, John, I want to say uh, I don't remember his name. Well, you've really talked me out of fucking believing we're going to win. I appreciate uh, that. Well, you kind of started talking me into thinking we had a chance. Well, at least we even each other out. I'm looking at our defensive ends now. Um, um, yeah, I mean. Who is Maurice Smith? Nah, Kingston Harris. Uh, Kingston Harris is, he's a Juco guy, right? It says he's a freshman from IMG. Never mind. He's the freshman from IMG. He's not a Juco. John Mincy. Oh, my God. Um, Roberto, that is a great question because I cannot name our top five pass rushers because I cannot name five, period. Like, who plays at defensive end if, if the two go out? I don't know. Do you mean pull up well, a depth I, chart? I, I know. I'm feeling good about the game now. Let me pull up the depth chart. Hold on. Thanks for ruining my mood. Paul Bain. Which I, thought, I thought he was defensive tackle. I thought so, too. He's listed as the backup, though, at defensive end behind Kyle Phillips. So is Alexis Johnson, which, I mean, I thought he was a tackle, too, but I guess in the 3-4 he's not. Uh, Kevon Bennett, Kingston Harris, I don't know. We have nobody. God damn it. Let me just – let me hit this live read, and you can give me, your, give me your final thoughts and predictions. All right. Premier Construction and Restoration. My guy, Brad Richardson. Services the Roan, Morgan, Anderson, Loudon, Knox, and surrounding counties. For a free estimate, call 423-404-3255. 404-3255. Look them up on Facebook at facebook.com slash premier construct and restore. They can handle it all. Complete bath and kitchen remodels, decks, siding, windows and doors, all flooring types, roofing and gutters, sunrooms, new constructions. He's helping put up on the bar tab at at, at leaderboard. So appreciate him for. Is his there anywhere? Support. Is there in, is there a county in Tennessee my man won't serve? Put Doesn't him to sound the test. like it. Put him to the test. Doesn't sound like it. If there is, I, it's not listed of, hey, we won't go here. If the money's right and the job's right, you tell him you're in the ranch gang, he'll come out there. Yep. Final if there's th one thing about the ranch gang, it's that, it's that we help our people. We travel. We get it done. That's what we do. That's what we fucking do. We get we it do. done. Final thoughts, Seth Hughes. I mean, it was a pleasure as always speak with you. I cannot say that you feel the same way. That is, but, that is completely inaccurate. I always love hearing from you. Um, just I know we barely talked about it for obvious reasons because it's Florida week, but really a huge day for Rick Barnes. I mean, Grant Williams, Josiah James, Jordan Bone, Pons, DJ Burns, Jordan Bowden. Yeah, I was at the point where I was worried that, you know, this was the last year kind this of thing. This was it, yeah, I know. But now, I mean, I feel better. You got this kid. You got DJ Burns going to be in a second year. You should have everybody back that's a real contributor besides, you know, Schofield and Alexander. Feel like the, yeah. I feel like the, the window just got propped open a couple years. I do too. I mean, yeah, yeah. Although a I huge would, day. Although I would really love if this Josiah guy just comes in, he's a one and done, he's a stud, he's a top five pick. Well, yeah, I mean, like that'd be isn't awesome. That what we're all hoping for. I don't know, I don't know. Like, I'm if, sure if I tell you three years, if I tell you if he if he stays here for three years and you get an elite eight, or you can get to a sweet sixteen in one year and he's a top five pick, which one are you taking? The elite eight. Are you taking the team success? Yeah, yeah. 
You're taking one more round of a team for three, in, in, you know, in three years rather than a Sweet 16, and I, I really just want a stud in the NBA, to be honest. I, I, think, I understand that. I think I've taken. I want a top. I want a five star to come here and ball out and be one of the ten best players in college basketball, and then go pro and be a top five pick. I, I think. Well, I think that's my choice. I will say that if he is a one and done, and he's a top five pick. We're not going to be stopped in the Sweet 16. Well, in, in my scenario, you have to get stopped because obviously you sign up Well, your up scenario for it. is gay. Well, you sign up for it if I tell you he's going to the Elite Eight or Final Four. Okay? You fucking idiot. Just kidding. I I'm love just you. saying. I I'm just you. saying. If he's a top five pick, um, that will be. You would think that would be a team that, that, that is a top five team in the country. Although in the tournament, obviously, if you lose one game. Yeah, I mean, I will see you at the Final Four in Atlanta if he's a top five pick. Is that where the Final Four is next year? Yeah, just looked it up. Cool. We were both testing today. Emotions are high. We had some trouble before we set up. You're running on two hours of sleep. I'm tired as well. I'm hungry. I just left the gym. Like, it's Florida week. Uh, We need a win. We need a goddamn win is what we need. That's what we need. We need to win, and we need to play from Jonathan Kongbo. And no, I think we no, have a better chance of getting that win. I am not. I am not asking Kongbo for a play. Uh, just whatever. If you want to make a play, Kongbo, make one. I'm, I'm not begging you again because you let me down. Just if you want to make a play, if you want to earn your scholarship, if you want to earn all this goddamn hype you got, then go out and do it. It doesn't matter to me if you don't. Just do it if you want. If not, don't worry about it. No big deal. Fair. No big deal. Like it, no, no. I'm not gonna get excited. I'm not gonna get nervous thinking about whether or not you're going to. It, just do your job. Just go do it. Or don't. I don't give a fuck anymore. How bad do you think Tennessee gets beat? Twenty-one to ten. Oh God. All right. <laughs> I love you, my brother. (laughs) Goodbye. I love you. I'll see you Saturday. Holy walk, rest in peace to Robert Neely, rest in peace to our opponents. I get my tickets from a scalper out at Thompson Bowling. Breeze Ranch, yeah, we got you, fam, we got your back. All we wanna do is win the East, is that too much to ask? All we wanna do is win the East, is that too much to ask? All we wanna do is win the East, is that too much to ask? We bleed in orange till we die. R.I.P. to Reggie White, putting on for A65, kneeling stadium at night. Volunteers are religion, this is what we believe in. This is Reed Ranch trying to help you get through the season.